All right, I'm here with Dr. Nick Bitts. He is a naturopathic physician and the senior VP product development of the Neurohacker Collective, who also specializes in Ayurvedic medicine. Dr. Nick, welcome to the show, brother. So happy to be here. Thanks, Joel. I am as well. You, you've out of like over 200 episodes, you're one of the first guests, I think the first probably that I've ever had on to talk, and we're, we're going to get into it, neurotropics and what even that means and maybe why we should be taking it and how it's even healing for the brain and probably even more that you'll be able to tell. But um, you know, I'm always curious before we even get into Neurohacker, which for anybody that doesn't know, you guys are known in the industry to have pretty much one of the best known I know of brands on the market for neurotropics. So that's why I'm really excited to geek out. But before we go there, I'm always curious how you got here. You're a naturopath, you're an Ayurvedic practitioner, yogi. Like, why did you go down that path and to get you here? Yeah, I, you know, I've, it's kind of just my life journey. I, I think it was a roundabout way that I ended up in the dietary supplement space. Um, you know, just in short, you know, I had a, um, a pretty traumatic physical injury as a child. I fell out of a tree and hurt my back. Um, and in, in trying to get well again, you know, I searched all different medicines, all different modalities, and really couldn't find anything that worked. Um, I did discover traditional Chinese medicine, acupuncture, uh, Chinese botanicals. Um, and, and that was the first revelation for me in terms of, wow, this stuff actually works. It's very counterintuitive to the Western perspective and a lot of the input and feedback I was getting there. Um, but I was getting immediate relief. When I'd go in for a needling session, um, my pain levels would go down dramatically, you know, from probably a 10 down to like a, a four on the scale. And so as a child, that was pretty dramatic. And I, and I didn't really understand it. For me, it was really magical um, because, you know, how they, how they viewed the body and how they viewed energy and how they viewed what they were doing through uh, these, these different therapies. Um, but it just kind of opened the door for me, I think. And so, um, you know, I, I was really interested in neuroscience. That's what I studied in my undergrad. Um, did a lot of research there. Um, but ultimately, I was going to a traditional allopathic medical school. Um, and that's when I discovered uh, naturopathic medicine as well as Ayurvedic medicine. And so... Instead of going down that path to become a healer, I decided I wanted to go study naturopathic medicine uh, as, as a life pursuit. And so I moved up to Seattle, um, entered Bastyr University, um, and did six years of study up there, uh, both uh, just kind of textbook studies as well as three years of, of cl uh, clinical studies. So that's kind of where my, my path took me. Um, Along the way, I've had a lot of different uh, interests and passions. One of them uh, is Ayurvedic medicine, um, and that I think complements the, uh, the the naturopathic medicine in a lot of ways. You know, they're looking at diet, lifestyle. They use botanicals. They use counseling. Um, they're looking at energetics, and they're personalizing these regimens. And so, very complementary, I think, to naturopathic medicine, um, but very. Uh, very different in a lot of ways. And I, I still view Ayurvedic medicine as being this um, kind of magical system of medicine. Um, it's, it's incredibly vast. I mean, it's 5,000 years old. Um, and when you get into the science and the depths of Ayurveda, um, it really is mind-blowing. And you start getting into Sanskrit, you start getting into yoga, which is the sister science. 
Um, and it all comes together to create this pretty magical uh, worldview as it was. And so personally, I've used Ayurveda with great results. And then clinically, um, I've also used Ayurveda uh, with great results. Ayurveda is so amazing, and I couldn't agree more with you. I, I know a little bit enough to be dangerous as a, as a holistic health coach studying under Dr. Cabral, who is also trained as a naturopath and Ayurvedic practitioner. But, and just hearing the stories and just hearing him when he would talk about going back to India and, and using like what would be considered like third-world medicine. Yeah. But guess what? He was getting, they were getting people better, and they still yeah. are doing the practices that you would think, oh, my God, how could they, how could they do that? And, and using dairy to, like, draw mucus into people. But that was done on purpose for specific reasons. And, you know, I was just talking to a, a practitioner recently who did a fellowship with anti-aging and longevity, and he said he went down to Mexico. And he was studying pretty much these, some of these ancient traditions as well, and maybe Ayurveda in some other sense. And he said, Joel, it was amazing. We were doing surgeries, like actual surgeries. Yeah. And as soon as we finished with surgeries, we would roll them out into the sun. Can you, and, and, and he said, we would be using primitive. We didn't use anesthesia. We used some other methods. But the, the first thing we would do is roll these patients out into the sun. And I thought that was just so interesting because – Right now, that would never happen. We would keep people indoors and under blue light and all these things. And here they are getting people better using the same, you know, what would be, again, considered primitive technology, but the results speak for themselves. So, yeah. Yeah, no doubt. And, and, and what's old is new again. You know, there, there is this emerging interest right now in these old traditional therapies, which is kind of, you know, getting back to our roots because I think where we've ended up is not necessarily the most optimal, most ideal place. And I know that we can do better, and I think people are waking up to that. And that's why we're seeing this emergence of even integrative medicine or functional medicine. It really is a return, I think, to our roots in a lot of ways, which is really cool. Yeah. So you have this amazing foundation as a naturopath and an Ayurvedic. How did that then transfer over to Qualia, uh, Qualia and uh, the Neurohacker Neuro Collective and, and developing products and supplements? And I'm also curious too is, is there any – and I don't know and that's why I'm asking. Is there any um, disharmony or like how would Ayurveda look at Dr. Nick, but we don't need supplements. You have this or you have some of these herbs. Like, why do we need all these yeah. supplements? But maybe you can kind of talk about that. Yeah, I've, I've always had an interest in dietary supplements. Um, I grew up in Colorado in some of the earliest health food stores in the nation. Um, you know, I repped a lot of the brands back in the day. Um, it was always an interest of mine. I, I was always fascinated by the thought of developing my own line. Um, and, and so, you know, when I, when I went up to naturopathic medical school up in Seattle, um, we took a deep dive into dietary supplementation. I mean, that is the tool that we used clinically. And so I became even more familiar with these products and brands, um, that we were using clinically with patients with pretty deep seated illness. Um, and we were seeing them get better. And so instead of using pharmaceuticals, those were our tools. Those were the tools of the trade. And so, um, you know, I, I basically in, in about 2008, 2009, um, I was given a talk at, at a Ayurvedic and yogic conference. And there was an HR specialist from a, a, a dietary supplement brand based out of LA. Um, and he was in attendance and he attended my talk. Um, we got to talking after my, my, um, my seminar and, 
And he said, look, we're, we're looking for somebody with your skill set to formulate for our company. Um, and turns out they were in Los Angeles, which um, coming from Seattle and Colorado was never on my radar. Um, but I but I took the leap and I said, yeah, I'll fly out. I'll check out your facilities, see what you guys are about and and see if that's what I want to do. And so, in fact, that's that's kind of where I landed. I entered the dietary supplement space in 2009 uh, as a product formulator. I, I worked part time in a clinic as well, uh, doing nutritional IV therapies um, and and of course, doing the Ayurvedic treatments as well. Um, and then from there, I just got deeper and deeper and in, uh, entrenched into the dietary supplement space. I, I was seeing this um, just opportunities for some interesting products, especially in stores. Um, you know, in 2009, I, I didn't see super high quality products at, let's say, Costco, as an example. I don't think um, they still have high quality, correct? <laughs> they're, they're getting better, surprisingly. Yeah. And, and okay. we're seeing that across the whole industry. We're seeing this, um, these kind of holistic, natural-based products that we find at like Whole Foods and Sprouts and such. We're seeing these uh, type of products trickle down into the mainstream. You now find these same products at like Rite Aid and CVS and Walgreens and Walmart. And so it, it's, it's amazing to see this transformation. I think people at all levels now are interested in, in these natural therapies and natural products. Um, but Costco vets products very well. Um, they, they take in quality brands. They take in quality ingredients. Um, they are always science-backed. So not perfect, but I, but I think their quality certainly has gone up. And I, I certainly recommend a lot of, of uh, Costco products. You know, I've, I've built... I'm going to say 10 Costco products that are in the pharmacy right now. Um, and so I'm a little biased, right? That's where I put a lot of my, my focus and Dr. Energy. Nick, I just will tell you, I love Costco. It's one of my favorite stories yeah. of joke in our family. Like, Hey, you want to go to Costco? It's like, it's like a date or something. So I love it. And For you're sure. right. Overall, their brand and Kirkland, I've seen, they've progressively gotten better. They have a lot of organic produce and things. And so, so yep. I'm with you too. Yep. Um, there's just always a couple, I, a couple things I see. Very minor that I see in some of the supplements that I feel is like, oh, man, I just wish it had this, um, and that would make it, like, really awesome. But, I mean, overall, you're right. I think to the general public, like, they're doing a really good service. Totally agree. And, and, and I think because of what's lacking there on the retail front, um, you know, it's, it's really hard to create perfect products for that channel. You know, there's a lot of limitations, whether it's price or um, retailer knowledge or – consumer knowledge. I mean, products need to move in order for them to stay on the shelf, right? And I think because of those limitations that we find in uh, retail brick and mortar stores, we've seen this emergence of the D2C market online. And so that direct to consumer market, these brands are popping up, building the products that they want, um, that they know is the best. Um, and they don't need to be on a shelf to move. They can sell them directly to consumers. That whole space has emerged, I think, as a result of that. And that's been neat to see. And I think there's been some really amazing growth in that D2C online space, which is where Neurohacker is, exactly. Awesome. Okay, so talk about uh, – well, I want to get – yeah, you know what? Let's just start off with – before we even go into the brand Neurohacker and – I, I really want to because well you you are talking about this so actually let's just talk about what separates Neurohacker from other brands because like I said I, I've known about Neurohacker for the last ten years I don't know if that's even been a long but I'm I'm going back that far as as long as I've been in the health biohacking space 
And that brand always comes up as just one of the top brands for quality and trust. What have you guys done to, to build that? And why do you think what separates you from some of the other brands? Yeah, I, I think there's a couple points of difference that are worth mentioning. Um, you know, I, I took notice of the brand in t- maybe 2017. Um, I actually, one of my friends hand delivered me a product and said, look at this label. It's the prettiest label I have ever seen. Um, and so that was really my introduction. I was like, cool. Wow. Look at that formula. And this was quality of mind. This is like the flagship product for Neurohacker. I looked at the formula and I was like, wow. I mean, there's like 30 plus ingredients in there. And, you know, I asked him what the price was. He was like, oh, it's over a hundred dollars. I was like, what? That's shocking. We would never create that for Costco or for, right. you know, Whole Foods or Sprouts. Um, and, and so I, I took a deep interest at that point, but the, I, the brand has, has really, it started in the area of nootropics, um, but it's it certainly has branched into some other areas as well. Um, healthy aging being one. Um, I think one of the major things that separates the brand from some other brands is that we take a complex science approach to formulation. So rather than just giving ashwagandha and and letting people get the benefits of that. We're giving ashwagandha in the context of a formula that is pushing different pathways um, that are complementary, that are synergistic, that are creating a much larger effect uh, systemically in the body, whether it's the brain and the central nervous system, whether it's the cells and how they, how they age and how they uh, get optimized from an ATP and AD standpoint. So they're very holistic in terms of how they formulate. Um, the, the, the other area that I think is really interesting is that um, Neurohacker runs uh, clinical studies on all products before going to market. So they ensure that the product is tolerated well, um, that it's efficacious, um, and that it does what we say it does on the label. Um, I don't know many brands that are running clinicals on products before they go to market. And that is just is, because it's, I'm assuming it's the expense. It's super expensive to do to get an independent study expensive. done. Is that correct? You're, you're spot on. And, and, and so the company is not uh, structured in, in a very traditional way. Um, we have a whole arm that's designed, a whole arm of, of employees um, that's armed um, or, or geared towards developing the science and running these what we call beta tests on products. Um, and so that's a big part of the company. Um, of course, we we have um, uh, we have doctors, we have creatives, we have entrepreneurs, we have um, marketers. We have it's a very eclectic, interesting group of individuals that have come together to create the brand. It's not just a dietary supplement company, which I think is is quite amazing. Yeah. And then, and talk now. Now talk about neurotropics and whoever's like never heard of neurotropics. What are they, and and why do you think maybe they're even important? Like, and, and then I would even ask you, should we be taking something like this daily, or what's kind of your thought process? But yeah, yeah what are so, what's neurotropics, and, and and what yeah, and, and yeah, and nootropics. So nootropics, um, kind of a strange word, um, but but it, it it has its origins in in two words, new and tropic. The word new um, essentially means mind, um, and tropic means turning. So a nootropic is anything that kind of turns the mind or changes uh, brain health in a very positive way. So kind of the most um, well-known nootropic substance is caffeine. 
you know, we all know if you ingest, you know, 50 milligrams to 300 milligrams of caffeine, it gives you a certain brain effect. Um, and so most of us are using nootropics every day, whether or not we know it or not. Um, but, but it's, I think it's a very interesting area. Um, I, I don't know that everybody needs to be on nootropics. Um, but I would say that a lot of people would do well to use nootropics because I think a lot of us are needing a little bit of boost from a brain perspective. You know, we're spending too much time on our phones. We're not sleeping enough. We're not eating the right foods. Um, and so in those cases, I think having a nootropic product is, is, can, and can be really beneficial. Um, it can give you that immediate uh, focus and productivity boost. Uh, it can enhance memory. It can enhance mood. Um, it can help you perform better at work. It can help you perform better uh, at home. It can do all of those things. And so there's a lot of potential and a lot of promise, um, I think, in that category. Um, and it doesn't need to be complex. You know, there are certain substances that are... Um, like, like Ritalin, right? Ritalin is a known nootropic. A, a lot of college students will use uh, Ritalin or Adderall um, to, to study throughout the night or to stay awake and play video games. Um, and so, you know, there, there, there is a, a downside to nootropics, and I think we need to be mindful of that. But products that are well-formulated, uh, that aren't pushing pathways too uh, heavily, I think they can be beneficial for, for a lot of different people, and I'd highly recommend them. On that note, so I remember my first exposure to nootropics was from Dave Asprey, the godfather of biohacking, and he was talking about how his brain didn't work, and he, like you said, he lacked focus. He was inflamed. His health wasn't dialed in, and one of the things he used was various acetams, paracetam. Yes. Uh, there's another one I can't – there's a whole bunch, actually, that you could probably rattle off for me. yes. And, you know, he said certain ones will activate certain pathways in the brain more than others. And depending where you might have a deficiency, that's what you'd want to target. Um, and I had tried a couple of them here and there, and I didn't really notice anything. So, um, but then again, I, I feel overall pretty good. If I have my coffee, like you mentioned, I feel pretty dialed, dialed in and focused. Um, and, and I will say there's a brand, Natural Stacks makes a brand of uh, neurotropics. Uh, they're kind of, they entered the space a long time ago. I don't even know if they're still around. And um, I will say that was one neurotropic. I can't say if my focus got better, but I actually did feel like my brain almost kind of like buzzing. I almost felt like a physiological effect. Um, with Qualia's neurotropics, will will people feel anything like that? Will they typically say, is there feedback saying, hey, you know, I actually felt that? Or is it typically just a... Um, kind of an after like effect of like, yeah, I just felt more grounded. I felt more focused. Yeah. I think it depends on the individual. I think if you're, if you're coming from a balanced, healthy starting point, uh, the effects might be a little bit less noticeable, but, but generally, you know, we try to formulate products that are felt that provide these very tangible effects, um, that are both short term in their effects, but also long term. Um, and so, yeah, you should feel it working. And, and so there's, there's some really interesting ingredients. I mean, if you stack caffeine and theanine together, that effect is profound. And I think that's, that is the most elemental nootropic stack on the market, doing you know about 100 milligrams of caffeine and about 200 milligrams of theanine, which is a very interesting ratio. Um, you get this very profound state of relaxed yet alertness, um, which, which I just love. So 
you know, doing caffeine might be enough for a lot of people, but I think there's a lot that you can stack on top of that. Uh, one of my recommendations is always to find an adaptogen for every person. Find the one adaptogen that is suitable for your body type um, and, and to use that on a daily basis. And I, I think that that is the most, one of the most uh, simple nootropic elements that people can incorporate into their protocols without doing a lot of complex therapies um, or, or regimens. Okay, tell me more on that. That You just piqued my interest because I'm yeah, starting so, to even think more about that myself, but you're saying pick one, like an ashwagandha, a reishi, yes. maybe. You know, these adaptogens are so fascinating. Um, astragalus. How would you? How would you know? Okay, this is the one for me. And I want to also get your input too. I remember Dr. Cabral saying this to me: is that, and and you do, you guys do this with qualia. He said, Joel, everything works in synergies. I never just give one person ashwagandha yeah. only. Yeah. From historically, and what we see works is these synergies, the eleuthero, the ashwagandha, the rhodiola, the combination of them. Now, I don't know if it's a combination or just because they all hit different pathways, and this is a gunshot approach to making sure we hit those. But yeah, what do you, what do you say to that? Oh yeah, that I, <laughs> this is it's a it's an important topic. It's a huge topic. Um, you know, I, I, the, the idea of synergies is interesting. Yes, combining botanicals creates different effects, uh, sometimes that are more pronounced than the individual parts. Um, uh, one, one thing to note would be um, bioavailability and how your body uses these substances is critically important um, and often not considered. When you look at ashwagandha from an Ayurvedic perspective, they always use these bio-optimizers in order to make sure that it gets into the system. And so ashwagandha almost always is given with milk or ghee or certain substances that allow it to um, diffuse into the tissues and so it becomes usable. It actually will get into the central nervous system and give you the effects that you're seeking. Um, and without that, without the, the dairy, the ghee, the, you know, the butter, all of those things that Ayurveda recommends with ashwagandha, you don't get the same effect overall. Um, and so that's why you find, as an example, licorice in almost all of the traditional Chinese medicine formulas. It is the synergizer that really brings all of the ingredients together um, and allows those nutrients to penetrate the tissues of the body. And so you almost always find licorice, which is an adaptogen, in all TCM formulas. Um, but I, one, something that I think is really important and nobody's talking about, but it absolutely just fascinates me, is when you get into the energetics of botanicals and matching uh, an herb's energetics with your body energetics. And so um, you brought up ashwagandha, which you know I've used personally for probably 20 years. It got me through medical school. It got me through some really hard times. Um, it's, it's an amazing herb, um, but it does have a specific energetic uh, profile. It tends to be calming. Uh, it tends to be oily. Uh, it tends to be um, warming overall. And so if you are the opposite of all of those qualities, if you tend to be too energetic, if you tend to be too dry, um, if you tend to be uh, too cold, then ashwagandha is the perfect botanical to really offset some of your imbalances, right? Mm. Um, if you are that body type, right? Um, if you are cold, you're too energetic, you're dry, you don't want to do herbs that have that same energy because you're actually going to create more imbalance over time. 
So as an example, rhodiola. Rhodiola has that energetic profile. It's stimulating, um, it's drying, um, and it's cooling. And so rhodiola is an amazing botanical, but it's not good for those individuals that have that energetic profile. And so it's important to understand um, kind of your body type and, and your needs um, and then to marry that up with some of these botanicals to make sure that you're creating balance and not imbalance. That's fascinating. Okay, have you guys or you personally, have you created this energy system where like consumers could go and say, oh yeah, that's me or a quiz or a survey and then match them up? And further, does Qualia, are they entering this space of personalized supplementation or um, adaptogenics or, or are you guys working towards that where people like myself, if we wanted to maybe pay a higher price instead of just getting the general Qualia mine, could we get a personalized like subscription model every month? I don't know. You know, we've discussed it. We, we certainly look at uh, energetics of all formulas. Um, I, I work uh, hand in hand with Greg Kelly, who's another naturopathic physician. And, and, you know, we think about all of these things. We think about how these ingredients combine and, and what effect does it create on, on somebody's body type. Um, and so we're trying to make sure that we're not pushing uh, anybody out of balance energetically. Um, the whole area of personalization is, um, is really just emerging. It's hard to get into um, from a very kind of broad mainstream approach. When you're working individually one-on-one -on -one with somebody, it's very easy to take somebody's pulse, look at their tongue, look at their face, um, you know, hear their history, their complaints. And from that, you can figure out what their body type is, what their needs are. But it's really hard to do that through uh, just like a questionnaire online or, or mm -hmm. whatnot. But I always come at it from the Ayurvedic perspective, um, you know, which, which comes at it from these five elements. But there's a lot of different perspectives in terms of how you can frame the body and how you can figure out what's right for you and what's not right for you. That's amazing. How, and so I think then my, then Qualia, the way uh, Neurohacker Collective is approaching this then is to use in general, a stack of multiple synergies. I don't know if there's a better word for it, but supplements or, or, or parts that create that up that make up that supplement um, to at least give a broad spectrum, um, at least effect to whoever's using it so that you can hit the masses. Is that, would that be fair? Yeah, yeah I, that's, that is fair. And so they are, we're basically creating stacks within stacks in our formulas. And, and so we start any formulation by looking at all of the research that's available. So understanding the body and the physiology, understanding the ingredients. Um, and then we go and we rake, we, we rate and we rank these ingredients based upon the science that supports them. Um, and so we figure out what pathways we need to push and what ingredients actually work to push those pathways. And then we create these formulas that are doing a lot of different things. Um, and then we test them out. We test them out on ourselves. We test them out in our beta community. Um, and, and we ensure that it's providing the results that we want. And if it's not, we go back to the drawing board and we reformulate. We work the form, rework the formula. We tinker with some ingredients. We tinker with some quantities um, to make sure that we're getting it right. And so our formulas are always uh, in flux. They're always in motion. We're always uh, creating these these adjustments to make sure that we're we're giving people the best products uh, that we can ultimately in the present tense. Yeah, very neat. What what about kids and you know ADHD? You hear that thrown out a lot. Would 
Would any of the NeuroHacker collective products within the Quali brand, would any of those, have you seen any or have any parents given feedback? Obviously, you would bring the dosage down, I'm sure. But, you know, in general, yeah, would have, have you heard anything about that? I mean, listen, parents get ADHD too, but, <laughs> but you know, For kids, sure. that's, kids yeah. parents are always worried about that. So I'm just curious. Yeah, you know, it's it's a tough area for us. So um, the dietary supplement industry as a whole can't touch that uh, anything that relates to a disease or treatment, ADHD. So we have to kind of have to tippy toe around those areas. Yeah. Um, I will say that there are a number of things um, and a number of nootropic ingredients and products that ADHD individuals uh, can benefit from. There, there is no doubt and. We, you know, we get input from all of our customers and we've heard a lot of uh, really miraculous uh, results using our products, which is, which is cool. And, and I know you can't say, and I, I, I totally get it, you can't say it heals, cures, and then, but would, for example, then um, the feedback that you've gotten, would you say Qualia Mind was like a typical one? Or I guess, I mean, everyone's in, in different, but have you, was that, was that kind of like the flagship pro product that's? You've seen a lot of feedback from saying, man, my, my kid just seems a little bit more focused right now. Yeah. I mean, so we do recommend um, an element of personalization on that product. We, you know, we don't recommend that everybody take seven pills per day, which is a big whopping dose. Um, you know, we recommend that people can find the dose that's right for them. Um, and so for somebody that's smaller, of course, they can do less. Um, but quality of mind, yeah, it is the flagship product. Um, you know, we've gotten... Um, you know, thousands of comments from users over the years um, in terms of the benefits that it does provide. Um, I, I will say that that is a very um, significant product because of the positivity and, and the reception that we've received around it. Um, we've also just recently uh, launched a healthy aging product called Qualia Senolytic. Um, and much to, to everybody's surprise at Neurohacker, um, the, the commentary has been amazing. Um, you know, it's a, it's a product that's geared around cellular senescence, um, and eliminating these old dead cells from the body and, and people, um, historically may not feel that right off the bat, but we're finding that people after one or two rounds are getting some pretty significant benefits using that product. So that's been neat to watch. Talk about that. Talk about senescent cells. Some, a lot of people may not know what that actually means, and senescence has been coming up in the news more recently. Is hey, this is when your cells are senescent; they're aging, they're dying, and we see a lot of people fasting to gain um, to clear out some of those senescent dead cells. But you're saying, hey, you don't have to maybe fast; you can actually take a supplement. How cool is that? Yeah. So, so talk a little bit about that and what you guys are seeing. Yeah. So cellular senescence is is really interesting. It, it's kind of nerdy. Um, it's super technical. Uh, it's, you know, it's the other end of the spectrum from Ayurveda, <clears throat> but it really is cutting edge. It's brand new. It's emerging. Um, there's a lot of research happening in this field right now. And it's, it's really just showing that <clears throat> this whole area has a lot of potential and promise for, uh, lifespan, health span, um, and different health benefits overall. Um, when you, <clears throat> when you look at cellular senescence, um, it's good to kind of step back and frame it. Um, so it's one of the 12 hallmarks of aging. Um, and so over the last 30 years, we've identified <clears throat> these 12 underlying processes that really drive the aging process um, overall. And, and so cellular senescence is one of those. Um, and it's perhaps the most buzzworthy that's kind of emerged here as of late. Um, cellular senescence, just in short, means to... 
uh, senescence means to grow old. And cellular senescence essentially means a cell is growing old and it stopped dividing. Um, however, um, you know, the body generally will get rid of these cells within a very short amount of time. When we exercise, we create these senescent cells. Um, the body then goes, plucks that cell and replaces it with a new cell. That's normal. That's healthy. However, as we age, we lose the inability to replace that cell. Um, and so that cell tends to linger or persist in tissues. And that's when we see these kind of, um, negative aging effects in the body. And so scientists have recently just identified a whole field uh, of ingredients called senolytics that, that target these senescent cells and help the body get rid of them. So very interesting um, field of science. Um, it's something that I think you're going to hear a lot more about, um, but it is, it's neat because you can use these ingredients now to get these results today. You don't have to wait you know, for five years, 10 years until these designer drugs come out, there are natural ingredients that are available today that we can utilize to help the body eliminate these senescent cells. Yeah. And like you said, senescent, uh, senolytics is be all the rage right now. We're hearing a lot with people in the NAD community. Um, the uh, David Sinclair, who wrote Lifespan, that's become very popular and all these... Um, you know, NMN and NAD and how we're seeing depleted levels showing up in aging. And now we're looking for other ways. How can we perhaps, you know, help us age better and optimize for aging? So, yeah, I, th I agree. We, we're seeing a lot of those things. And so that's really cool that you guys are attacking it from, from that level. What are some of the – I'm just curious. What are some of the ingredients in the Qualia Senolytics that are really hitting those compounds of aging? And you mentioned that people are feeling the benefits. What would yeah. what are some of the benefits that just you're getting feedback on? It's just better energy, better mood, um, yes, yeah, better sleep, all these things. Yeah. So in in terms of effects, um, it's very broad. Um, you know, we we of course ran a beta study um, looking at um, the outcomes of using this product. Um, you know, we tested individuals that had occasional joint pain because um, we know joints tend to be compromised as we age due to senescent cell accumulation. Um, and, and over the course of two months, individuals that used the product on three different occasions um, had a significant reduction in joint pain specifically. Um, of course, it, you know, we, we build senescent cells in our skin. And so people are noticing that there's benefit in their skin elasticity, um, wrinkles, glow, radiance, all of these things. And so there really is no tissue or organ in the body that's untouched by senescent cells. And so... Um, depending on the person and where they accumulate those senescent cells is where they're going to get the benefit. And so it does vary from person to person. Um, and of course, older individuals have much greater effect. So generally, you know, 50 year olds or 60 year olds have much greater benefits versus a 30 year old using a senolytic product. Um, I, you asked about the ingredients, um, and, I will say, so in 2015, there was a group of scientists from the Mayo Clinic uh, and Scripps Research, um, and they identified two compounds that are senolytic. One of them is a drug called desatinib, um, and another one is called quercetin. And quercetin, of course, is a natural compound. Um, we've used it forever in the natural uh, products industry, really good antihistamine, uh, important for uh, inflammation. 
Um, and we, th- what they found in 2015 is that when you combine these two ingredients, um, you give them to animals, you give them to humans, uh, it not only reduces senescent cell load in the body, it brings about these very broad functional benefits. Um, so we saw an improvement in frailty, an improvement in osteoporosis. Uh, uh, um, we saw uh, an improvement in osteoarthritis. We saw uh, an extension of health span and lifespan. Um, and so that was really the start of this whole field in 2015. Um, in 2018, there was another study that was done that looked at a panel of polyphenol compounds, um, EGCG from green tea, fisetin, luteolin, um, etc. And they, they basically compared all of these nutrients to determine how strong they are as senolytics. Um, and ultimately what they found is that fisetin um, is the most potent senolytic substance uh, naturally that occurs. And so um, fisetin, fisetin uh, from what uh, I understand, is, comes from strawberries. You're, yeah, you're spot on. I mean, we, we get fisetin. Uh, it's this yellow flavonoid uh, pigment compound that's in foods. We get it in strawberries, cucumbers, apples, but we get it in very small amounts. Um, and so the dose that they've used in, in clinical studies, especially in, in animal studies, is much larger. I mean, you would have to eat a truckload of strawberries to get the amount of fisetin. Um, that would be considered senolytic. Yeah. Um, so fortunately, the the supplement industry is is very um, very interested in finding novel ways to bioaccumulate these substances, and we know that that fisetin is found in certain plants, and so you can isolate and purify that um, to get a, a big whopping dose that you can put into a product, which is fantastic. Um, so fisetin at a big dose um, seems to be one of the most compelling ingredients that we know of that, that is senolytic. Um, there's also some ingredients that, that people are familiar with. Um, curcumin from turmeric would be one. Um, uh, milk you use thistle. a specific strain I was looking of curcumin too as well. It's the curcumin, uh, I think, longa, right? And I remember a talk learning that that specific curcumin is actually really good for the brain. There's a lot of curcumins that might be good for digestion, but they don't all hit the brain. And curcumin longa, from my understanding, is great for TBIs and things like that. So you guys are using some really powerful products, herbs, in, in, this, in this formula. Yeah. you know, And, and, and we wanted to bring together a, a lot of botanicals that targeted different tissues. Um, and so senolytics tend to really just focus on a single tissue or maybe a couple different tissues. But we wanted to make sure that we were addressing all or most of the tissues in the body. And because we're a nootropic brand overall, we wanted to make sure that these senolytics were getting up to the brain. Very and so cool. um, Long Vita is uh, a brand of turmeric that has really good science in the area of brain health. We know it crosses the blood-brain barrier. Um, and so we, we're, we're, we're really looking for that kind of uh, senolytic effect up in the brain specifically. Um, and so the neurons aren't turning over. They don't become senescent, but the supporting glial cells around the neurons in the brain uh, do turn over and can become senescent, which creates a lot of problems as we age, brain fog and, and various mm-hmm. ailments and such. Wow. Okay, cool. I did not know that. Um, man, you guys got some really cool stuff going on. What, um, any, any other, any other products? I mean, you've guys got a, a huge line for people that don't know, they can obviously go to Neurohacker Collective or Quali Mai. You can just type that in Google. You'll, you'll find everything, but, uh, any other uh, products or you guys got, looks like you have some, you have sleep, you have sleep, 
resilience, anything else you would highlight in terms of the brand? Yeah, I mean, as of late, uh, we've been working on a product called Qualia Symbiotic um, that we are doing a pre-sale now um, and we're launching next week. So that's brand new uh, in the summer of 2023. Really excited about that product that is geared towards the gut-brain axis. Oh boy, um, that's and, be and good. it's really much more complex than anything that we've found on the market. Um, you know, we tried to do a, a market analysis and look at various products um, and needs in the marketplace, and we couldn't find anything that that even compared to what we were doing. Um, and so, it is in essence a prebiotic, probiotic, but we've added this really interesting blend of fermented foods. Um, that add postbiotics, um, which is really an emerging area of gut health benefits. Um, and, and we started working with some uh, resistant uh, starch fibers, um, you know, instakombu, which is a fermented uh, kombucha ingredient. Um, it's very well-rounded, holistic, uh, geared towards shifting the um, micro uh, environment of the gut to bring about the greatest effects. And so we were very proud of this formula. Um, I've been using it personally for the last three weeks with great effects. Um, it's become my favorite quality of product here as of late. So I think we'll be out there advertising and, and doing podcasts and discussing that product here shortly. That, that's great. And then just, Dr. Nick, just to ask you a little bit more in terms of the great effects that you're speaking of, are we talking like, man, just digestion feels better, mood? Uh, yeah, what, would you, what, would, what have you personally just noticed by, by using that? Yeah, I mean, the intent was to create, um, in essence, a psychobiotic, something that gives you the cognitive enhancing effects through the gut. Um, and, and, and so that was the emphasis of the formula. And I will say that is generally what I experience. Yeah. You get, you know, um, uh, lighter digestion, better stools. Um, you know, uh, I feel like I'm digesting food better. Um, but, but generally the, the biggest benefit that I'm noting is mentally, which is really neat. And so as an example, we use uh, a strain of probiotic called lacto, uh, lactospore, which is a bacillus coagulans um, that's been studied in humans that shows that it actually will uh, promote positive mood states. Um, and so there is this really interesting correlation when you take care of the gut, you definitely feel the benefits uh, mentally and vice versa. So that, that probably is the, is the greatest benefit that I'm noting right now. Yeah, very neat. That's gonna that's gonna be a game changer for for everybody. So yeah, I love that. Um, I'm looking at the time. I want to probably get ready to wrap things up, but I also wanted to ask you. Uh, yeah, is there anything else that I didn't ask you that you wish I had, or anything that we we should have dived a little bit deeper in? Oh boy. Um, I, I know we I, covered my, we covered the neurotropics, we covered sen senescence, yeah. but I don't know if we we covered everything that you wanted to cover there. And then obviously uh, the vast range of products that you have and some exciting projects that your guys are working on, but yeah, anything else that you can think of? You know, I, I, I will say, I think lately what's been uh, taking up a lot of my time is just really getting into the, some of the aging research. Um, I think that's just a fascinating area. Um, and, and there's a lot of needs. I think there's a lot of interest. You mentioned NAD. Um, you know, I'm looking at that presently. Um, that's, that's an incredibly exciting field. Um, whether you're using NMN or NR or niacin derivatives, um, there are some really powerful ways to boost NAD production. Uh, 
which which I love. Um, there's also some really interesting diets that that I that I love to talk about. Um, Please, you know the pro because I know Doctor Nick. You're going to tell me you are you're a carnivore guy. I'm sure, right? <laughs> well, it's funny. So you know, I I do the eighty twenty rule. I, yeah. I am an Ayurvedic practitioner. They don't eat a lot of meat. Um, you know, my blood type is type A. Um, you know, so I do really well on a veg diet. Uh, you know, and I have nothing against meat at all. I, I certainly consume it, um, but it's not the mainstay of my diet per se, because I know my body type and I know how I, re- I react to it. Yeah. There are certain body types that do very well on a carnivore diet. So it is important to honor that. And I know yeah. the Dalai Lama, as an example, um, he's a, a vegan vegetarian, um, but his Ayurvedic physician has told him that he needs to eat meat. Um, for therapeutic reasons to really balance his body type. And so I know that he, uh, even being this very spiritual person, very attuned, um, he is consuming meat. So uh, getting the diet is- It goes back to the bio-individuality, brother. I love that, yeah. Yeah, you know, and you need to honor that. And and if you you get stuck in the philosophy of food, um, you can cause a lot of damage to your body. And, and yeah. so it's important to really understand intuitively and scientifically what your body needs. So that's, that is critically important. Um, you know, the, the whole area of intermittent fasting is, is super uh, uh, just fascinating to me. Um, and, and there's a lot of really good research right now coming out showing the benefits of, of just skipping your, your first meal of the day. Um, and, and generally the benefits there are around autophagy um, and, and there's some benefits too, in terms of senescence, but really it's about cell repair. Um, and, and you can promote those cell repair rejuvenation processes just by skipping a meal every day, um, which is pretty profound and, and amazing. Um, I'll just quickly mention too, one last, uh, diet note. Uh, we are looking at a, a methionine restriction diet. And so there's some really interesting research uh, that's happening as of late that's showing that when you restrict or lower methionine levels uh, in the diet, uh, you can significantly improve health span and lifespan. And so Neurohacker is really looking at that, looking at how do we get into that space? How do we lower methionine in the level um, and and create some meaningful uh, and novel benefits for aging for folks? Very cool. And Dr. Nick, for people that don't know, let them know, um, you know, methionine, what you're referring to is an amino acid. And where do we see a lot of methionine? Where, where is, and, and I think what you're referring to is when you lower the methionine levels, people, people tend to age better and live longer. Yes. Where is there a ton of methionine in our diet? Well, my understanding is that it's in meat. My understanding is that you are correct. Yeah. So it's so interesting, right? Is that, you know, um, and I've heard the same thing, and I've heard some practitioners poke holes at that and say, yeah, well. And then there's been a lot of, I think, other folks saying, um, I believe there's a nice rate. We were looking for that ratio, and everything in balance, right? And if you're going to have a lot of methionine, typically people don't have an I think it's glycine, if I'm not mistaken. And having that balance of methionine right. and glycine, which is yep. usually if you're eating a lot of red meat, for example, usually you won't get that you won't get that balance of glycine. So you want to look for that balance. But again, it's, it's a lot of new stuff and it seems like it's always changing and you got to keep reading and staying up, up on it. Right. Totally. And, and, and hopefully, you know, folks are learning that they just need to be fluid in their practices and their viewpoints because it is changing rapidly. Um, and I think when people get too stuck, that's when you create problems. 
I agree. I think it becomes, and, and like you said, I love carnivore. I love keto. I love all these things, but yeah. it becomes very tribal. And I feel like when you yes. say that I am this, I am keto, I am carnivore, you just limit yourself to the possibility of learning something new or doing what could be even better for your body. So what if it worked for you for three weeks? Is it working for you now, today, right? So yeah. it's, it's having that flexibility. I love what you said. Being fluid. Huge. Awesome, man. Uh, any, anything else that you would we'll, – then otherwise I'll wrap it up and we'll, we'll kind of dive into some final round questions and I'll let people know where they can find you and the good folks at uh, NeuroHacker Collective. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. You know, I'm, I'm, I, I love being a part of the natural product industry. Um, I love to see that there's a lot of enthusiasm right now and people are starting to look and seek out these products. Um, but I think we've only just scratched the surface. Uh, you know, these things are, are really just tools um, in a lot of way, they're, they're crutches. Um, it really comes down to shifting your, your diet and lifestyle to make sure that you don't really need to lean on these dietary supplements uh, in the long term. And so I think, um, you know, I think we need to, to, to really get into that uh, at a later date. Uh, and I, I, that's a whole nother conversation getting into diet and lifestyle. But, but yeah. I, I love it, uh, especially when you start looking at it from an Ayurvedic perspective. 100%. Yeah, we'll have you back on. There's, I, you're, this company, uh, you guys are constantly growing and innovating, so we'll definitely have you back on, and we'll maybe we'll talk about that and then awesome. what else, whatever else is new in yeah. the NeuroHacker collective uh, world. I wanted to ask you, you know, this is something I ask all my guests, is, and I'm always curious what your answer might be, is were there any choices or maybe a choice that you think you made in your life that made you who you are today? Oh, boy. I mean, what comes to mind would be um... – just starting my meditation practice, uh, I, I would say that's probably had the most impact um, on my life overall. You know, I discovered uh, Buddhist meditation probably 20 years ago, uh, and I did a 10-day a, a silent meditation retreat uh, that was absolutely life-changing and showed me that I could control my mind. Um, and then, you know, I've, I've really taken that and, and, and really run with it. You know, I think that informed my yoga practice that informs how I relate to people, um, and, and, and so on and so forth. So I would say that that starting a meditation practice and, and continuing my meditation practice has had the most profound effects. Wow. Love that. I'm curious, you guys are doing so much in the wellness space and moving everything forward in terms of health and longevity, who's, who's someone or maybe a company or a person or, or a group who, who's someone that inspires you guys or who inspires you? Oh boy. in terms of a company, I mean, I, I really adore the brand thorn. Um, they're a physician only brand. Uh, but, but I love the products that they create. Um, I love the science that they're adding to the whole field. Uh, their, their quality is impeccable. Um, I got a lot of respect for them. Um, and, and then, you know, more and more I've, I've, I'm, I'm really starting to get into, um, Joe Dispenza and some of his philosophies, um, and trying to incorporate some of that thinking and, and psychology into my own life. Um, so he's somebody I, I certainly, I look up to with great respect as well. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. I'm a big reader. Any any books? Is there like a top one to three books that you just man? It had a huge impact on your life, and you'd recommend people should go out and read them. Yeah, there, there's several. Um, I will say Ken Wilber. Um, I've, I've read most of his books. They're super heady. They're always really thick. Uh, but he had a book called Grace and Grit, 
that that I recommend. It's probably the hardest read that I've ever had, um, but it was really about his journey um, with his his new wife, who was diagnosed with cancer, uh, terminal cancer, and and their journey together uh, during their final days. And so it's it's a very sad but but really heart opening story that that I often will recommend to people. Um, he brings in a lot of different philosophies um, that that I think are invaluable to to understanding life and how to relate to, in, uh, to other people, which uh, which I love. Um, yeah. Wow, I've never uh, heard that one. So that's a good one. Challenge yeah, accepted. I, you know, I love Pema Chodron as well. All of her books are are very short, very readable. Um, I, I like just having something where I can read and contemplate, um, and and that allows me to do that, which. Um, I, I always like to do as well. How, how do you spell that, Dr. Nick? Uh, Pema, P-E-M-A, and then Chodron, C-H-O-D-R-O-N. Beautiful. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll throw that in the show notes. Um, last two questions. We'll wrap it up. Are there any rituals or hacks or practices or anything that you do on a, a regular basis? You know, Some people have gratitude journaling and cold plunging. What, what's something that you do? I do a lot of things. Um, I, I, I like to talk about grounding, um, because I, I feel like people are, are, are ungrounded. Um, you know, and, and the human body is an electrical field. The earth is a, a an energy conductor. Um, and, and it sounds very woo woo, but, but I like to ground. I like to walk around barefoot. Um, I have an earthing pad under my desk so that I can connect to the earth energy. Um, there's some really interesting science showing that the stuff actually works. You know, it can shift your mood, can help you sleep better, um, and, and and on and on. And so, I, I use that as a daily hack, especially when I can't get outside for a walk. Um, I like to just put down my earthing pad, get my feet on it, um, and get the benefits of of the energy of the earth. Um, I do drink from a copper water vessel. Um, one of my hacks. Um, an old Ayurvedic trick. It really charges the water, shifts the pH, um, gives the body some essential copper, which we normally don't get in big quantities. Um, and, and generally it creates balance in body type. So regardless of your body type, um, it's called tridoshic. It balances your body type, which is really fantastic. Um, and then my last hack is really um, Ayurvedic eating. Um, and, and you know that again, that's a whole nother episode. But there's a lot of, uh, of rituals that I've, I've kind of uh, started with that, that I get a lot of, of value. Um, and, and I try to eat right for my body type, of course. Um, but the most basic Ayurvedic food hack is just avoiding leftovers. So try to eat fresh cooked foods on a daily basis, which can really impact your mind and mental wellness. We know that um, leftovers uh, are in essence dead foods according to ayurvedic and they they tend to dull the mind so doing leftovers on a very frequent basis can really dull the mind uh, create brain fog um, and, and such so really just make sure that you're focusing on these fresh vital foods to bring uh, to give you vitality and to increase brain strength so good so good wow last but not least dr nick bits where can people find you connect with you learn more about neurohacker and quality and all the things you guys are doing yeah neurohacker.com is the best place um it's a wealth of information of course we have our products on there 
Um, but we have monographs for almost every ingredient we use in our products. Uh, we have blogs. Um, we also have a podcast um, called Collective Insights. Um, so we bring on some amazing guests there uh, talking about really everything from psychedelics to nootropics to aging to diet to the latest, greatest uh, neuroscience studies. Um, and so we definitely recommend checking that out. Uh, of course, we're on social media. You can find us. Uh, on all the different platforms there as well. Amazing. Dr. Nick Bitts from the Neurohacker Collective, thank you so much for being on the show, brother. Appreciate you. I appreciate it. Thanks, Joel. It was fun.